I think I have to start today's show off just by pointing out the fact that I did share my Apple News with Leo. You are now part of my family. Congratulations. I, I know. How long have we been together? <laughs> but I don't see a new iPhone. Somehow I remember. Oh, no, no, no. That was never the deal. No? No. I thought you said in one of the shows, if you share your Apple News with me. I'd consider it, maybe? Oh, yeah. Probably consider it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would never. Did you consider it? I did. And the dogs just said no. <laughs> We're, re we're recording this show from our home tonight, so if you hear the occasional dog barking, that's why. We have some restless spirits upstairs. We do. This is remote working at its finest. It certainly is. So let's talk about our hot tub experience, our swim spa experience yesterday morning. Oh, it was lovely. Oh, it was. And we thought, okay, this is great. We're off from work for a few days. Well, let's set the... Let's, the weather's warm. Let's, well, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't that warm. What was it, like 32 degrees? That's oh, pretty, warm enough. It's pretty sad when you moved up here from <laughs> Florida and now you're thinking 32 degrees is warm. Well, we didn't have a breeze. It was a nice still morning. It wasn't overly sunny. And we thought, hey, let's make our coffee and go out in the swim spa. We so did. we did. Now, and the stage. I heard, we, we I heard live, a term I had never heard before. We, we live on a farm. We, we live surrounded by a farm. We do. Right. So that was corn. The corn came, finally came down. And then what comes with the corn being gone? Beautiful Canadian geese. So what term did you learn? Well, I saw this triangle out in the middle of the field, but it kind of blended in with the landscape. So I wasn't even really sure what I was seeing. I think that's the main idea. <laughs> Apparently. So what was it called? It's called a blind. Never heard that term before. Yeah, a hunting blind. Apparently th three or four guys were inside of it. I know how they fit in that little thing. Uh, I mean, it literally is like a two-person pup tent or something like that. So With guns, I by the way, with <laughs> shotguns. Yes, with shotguns. My first experience of being in the hot tub, relaxing with my coffee, beautiful morning, day before Christmas Eve. And bam, yeah, really freaking out. Now, we were having chicken last night for dinner. So when I said to Leo, I don't know, I'm getting out. I'm really upset. He said, what are we having for dinner? And I said, chicken. And he said, and where do you think that chicken comes from? <laughs> That's right. And I said, what are we having for Christmas dinner? Oh, my And I'll God. tell you, if the dog yips again upstairs, we may be having... <laughs> Pomeranian side. Well, what this reminded me of was the movie My Cousin Vinny. For those of you that have seen it, it's one of my favorite films. And all I could think of was Marissa saying to Vinny, Thirsty, you spot a little brook. You put your little dear lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! <laughs> Talking about sweet little Bambi. Well, drinking no. from a clear little brook. And that's all I could think of. I saw these geese, and there were, God, a hundred or more. And they're well, beautiful. A hundred, a hundred live. They, they, there weren't a hundred killed. No, Let's, no. There were a hundred live. They were flying in the sky. Beautiful formation. It was a gorgeous morning. And they're looking down at the ground, and they see, I guess, fake Decoy. birds. They're called decoys. Okay. Yeah. By the way, this has been going on. I know, a for, long time. Like, I know, I know. You know, when they had real kings and queens in England. 
But I never noticed it before. I never witnessed it before. And so, yes, it was very upsetting to be sitting there trying to relax. And periodically, you would see two or three stray geese venture a little too close to the ground. And as soon as they did that, you heard the sound of the shotgun going This is going Darwin off. at its finest. Oh, my God. Don't fly low when there's a strange object in the middle of a field oh with God. four guys with guns in it. It was so upsetting. So finally they stopped. I don't know if it was because they noticed we were in the swim spa or oh, no. they, were they had for, already gotten done, enough. They were done for the day. And I was hoping that these Canadian geese were going to be served up for Christmas and that this wasn't just hey, let's go out and shoot a bunch of birds in the sky for fun. Yeah, it's a, they're, they're, they're big game. Oh, it's, it's that We're just going to shoot them and stuff them. Are you kidding? I mean, and Leo said, remember where you live. You're on a farm. You're in the country. This is what happens here. And it's true. I'm thinking of you, my friend, Carl, if you're listening, and your experience in Warwick when you first moved into your new house and hunting season would start. Through your woods, you would see little splotches of orange walking around and the very disturbing sound of guns being fired. It is a disturbing sound. And if it doesn't disturb you, well, then go ahead I'm disturbed hear, about you <laughs> because it's not, it's not it, a natural it didn't sound. It disturb me. I mean, well, you, know, you, you know, hunt, you're a man's man and hunting has been around forever. No, I don't hunt. I, I, I was hunting once in my life and it was for dove. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I give up. Enough said, right? (laughs) Right. But the people have been hunting, especially up here in rural areas, forever. Yeah. And they do it for food. Yeah. And I'm sure they do it for, it probably was his family members. Well, the fishing, too. Or close friends, because I believe it was the owner of the farm who was doing it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, there are family traditions. Yep. And perhaps a family tradition for geese is, is always right before the Christmas, the Christmas. feast. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that they're even here really by Thanksgiving. I don't remember seeing them here by Thanksgiving. No, because the farm hadn't been, even last year, wasn't harvested. That's by right. I mean, this, this farm right. only got harvested in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, a little unsettling for me. Don't think I would want to repeat well, that. The, I had to that? turn around. I couldn't watch them well, what, falling from the sky. There was, was something... Yeah, that really tugged at my heart when I saw that. Oh, look, you're you're in your 13 foot swim spa (laughs) in the backyard that has a view that go that has nothing between it and the mountain except this farm. Yeah. So I mean, you're a little spoiled, okay? I mean, honestly, uh, uh, don't be a snowflake about this. A snowflake? (laughs) What does that mean? It means look, it's it's happening. It's you moved here. This is what happens here. People hunt. I, I mean, you know, the, the irony, look, I, I, I don't hunt. And, and I, I would hunt birds. I, I would have a hard time probably going out and deer hunting. Why? I, I don't know. You know, I, I know they're rats with hooves and they destroy. Well, some people call they, them and, that. And yeah. They, they destroy everything that they can possibly eat. They do. But I, I still think they're, they're adorable. And people go fox hunting. Now, uh, you and I have uh, a ring doorbell. We have a resident fox and, in our neighborhood, and we see yeah. the, we see it almost every night on the on the ring doorbell. That's at true. Like three or four in the morning, go by uh, the front door. We've now, also seen rabbit. Leo was saying he was seeing two rabbits. Now he only sees one. <laughs> right. 
So, so even when Mother we, Nature. When we lived in Florida, hunting is going on all around us every day, but it's normally not humans doing the hunting, right? It's animals doing the hunting. Right. We live in an area that has coyotes. Mm-hmm. And which we hear all the time. Mm-hmm. We we hear, and then I read on Facebook, on my Facebook groups, the uh, people who have lost chickens to coyotes. Apparently, I guess one place somebody opened up the door to the pet turkey or something like that, and then all you saw were white leaves or Aww. leaves. I'm sorry, white feathers mm-hmm. all over. Coyotes are out there. Foxes are out there hunting. We have birds big enough to pick up our small dog if we left it outside alone. That's true. So, but I've never seen it before. There's something about knowing that it exists right. and then seeing it. And a lot of animal rights activists say you should visit a slaughterhouse and you will never eat meat again. And I get that. I don't think I would ever be able to touch meat again oh, if I, I witnessed how I, these animals I, I totally were kept get that. I mean, and how they were killed. I mean, years and years ago, I went and saw how broccoli was harvested. <laughs> And I, I just decided from that point on, <laughs> I was never eating broccoli again and Brussels sprouts. Oh, I mean, God, the the, in, so the inhumane conditions that Brussels sprouts <laughs> are grown in. It's just, it, it's just, it's mind numbing. You're such a wise, you know what? Broccoli. Broccoli is mean, I mean, delicious. Think of potatoes. It's so good for you too. Potatoes are buried alive. <laughs> And no, all, they're born in the and, ground. And then, and then only are they're they... They're born in then, the ground and, then, and they're set and, free. And then only are they found. <laughs> and once they're found, they're eaten. I That's mean, so funny. be free. Be free, potato. So what is on your mind this Christmas Eve? We used to sing in church. Leo and I were both members of a choir in Florida and in New Jersey also. Yes, I was guilted into choir singing in New Jersey. There was something magical about that, wasn't there? there singing in a choir do, do on Christmas Eve. Do you remember when I almost set my robe on fire on, <laughs> you the, did? on the altar? You did no, set your robe no, no, no. on I fire. Got, I, got, I got hot candle wax all over it, but I, it, it just almost started oh on God. fire. Yeah, I, I do. Imagine me and, and my voice in a choir. I mean, thank God you're one of, you know, one of many. You know, you had a very nice voice. Well, thank you. You added a nice dimension to the choir. Apparently, I, I thought I'm a bass. I never, yeah, never knew that. I great. thought I was more of a of a tenor. So, what are your thoughts this Christmas Eve? You peace know, on earth, goodwill towards I, men. I'm yeah, okay, yeah, peace on earth, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are, are we at the beauty contest? <laughs> <laughs> at the Miss America contest? Yeah, I, I would love peace on earth, but that's just yeah, not going to happen. Who wouldn't? You know, I don't know. I'm really just waiting for this Christmas to be over. Really? In, in a way, yeah. Why? As you know, we've been getting into watching Christmas movies the last few years. And what I'm finding now is that... We've seen we've them all? We've seen just about all of them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm ready to get it's back... It's time for us to make our own. I'm ready to get back to some action killer movies or something like that. How about like Lisa and Leo do Christmas? Oh, that would be fun, yeah. We, we could be do like, it. The, remember the old Ernest movies? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Ernest, not quite Ernest, as Ernest does Christmas. Not quite as corny as that, but I, I'm I'm just I'm kind of ready for the new year to start. I yeah, mean, it's this, been a rough year, 2023. This year went really fast. It did. Um, I accomplished very little of what we set out to. Uh, had had a number of medical stops. We did that. All thank goodness were false alarms. Yeah, we have a lot to be thankful for. That's for sure. Well, yeah. In the end, it wasn't what uh, people thought. But once you get a certain mindset, 
from a, of a health scare, it does take a little bit of time to get over it. I think that's true. You know, and then by the time you get over it, another holiday's coming up. So you say, all right, let's just wait for the next holiday to be <laughs> over. And I'm done waiting now. Now it's, you know, the new year starts. Rolling up your sleeves. 2024. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it just sound, it has a nice sound to it. You know, it has a nice sound to it, but when I realized the year that I was born, OMG, a lot of years have gone by between then and now. So, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, the time could slow down just a little bit, and I would be fine with that. Would you? I would be. I'd be fine if, if we could snap our fingers and we were just getting together with teenage kids. Oh, You know? Going back to where we started. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe put more of a, a rain on these kids. Like I don't want to really sound down tonight because it's Christmas Eve, but I think a lot of parents feel this way, especially parents in our age group that have children that are 30-something. What happened? I mean, I know we taught them the right values, the right morals, and I, I really think the Internet came in and just undid all of that good that they learned when they were growing up. And it's kind of taken over. It's taken over everything. One of the things I noticed the other day when I was looking to research something was that there are many, I mean, probably millions of people that are now getting their parenting advice from TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I thought, okay, we're doomed as a civilization. Well, it's all going to hell in a handbasket, as they used to say. And this is what people are relying on to teach them about life. And that, to me, is terrifying. Our grandchildren, a lot of the content that they apparently watch is from YouTube. Yeah. And I guess guess there's just more than, you know, five-minute videos on YouTube. I guess there's there's so many so many different things out there. I think as a society, we're addicted to it. I don't think it's a good thing. And when I think back to Christmas's past in my life, and I think of my parents and my grandparents and the rich traditions that we shared, and just how we lived our lives in general, much more simplistic, telling the truth was a very important thing. Being kind to people was a very important thing. Being inclusive was a very important thing. A lot of those values are dissipating, and it's very sad to witness. And and I think one of my Christmas wishes for tonight is that we all get back to the values that are truly important and truly meaningful in life. Being kind, being loving, being inclusive, respectful, you know, all those big words that a lot of young people today don't even know. I don't know. Is, is, that, is that true, though? I, oh, or, God. Or, or Everybody just... wants to be an influencer. Or, well, that, that's, that's probably yeah. the biggest word yeah. in a young person's I, vocabulary I they today. Have, they all want to have podcasts and things <laughs> like that. Well, we we do it just for fun. No, well, that's true. But look, when, when we were young... Do we and really, I don't do think there's really, any harm in it. Do we want to just sound like the old people podcast? All right, why <laughs> No, not? we don't. Right. When, we, when we were young and we wanted to uh, take photos, and, and with our 35 millimeter cameras or brownie cameras or Kodak Instamatic oh, brownie cameras. brownie cameras. Uh, or the... Uh, Remember the, the flash the cubes? Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. They were so cool. Now, with that, we could take selfies, and I took theoretically took selfies you know you don't even you can't even frame yourself in necessarily and you you click it and you hope that that one 
frame out of the roll of if you bought the big roll the big roll had 36 photos on it right the little That's right. the little roll had 24 mm-hmm. on 35 millimeter and on instamatics i think they were all like 24 mm-hmm. oh and then what was the one that the disc camera remember that i do remember I mean, that the, they were great and they had maybe 27 different uh, negatives on it but they were tiny i mean you couldn't blow them up very much but you had to think about what you were taking photos of you wouldn't go out and be able to afford to roll off a thousand photos or a thousand selfies hoping to get one nice photo of you right that's right now People still posed back then. I look at photos of my mother when she was uh, in her teens back in 1940s, right? Remember all the photos we saw of her? I do. She was posed like a model. She was always posing. I mean, even just like out skipping rope. Yeah, she'd always look up and give the smile. I know, so that Mm -hmm. hasn't changed. No. That hasn't changed in 80 years. But we see a lot of photos up of, of friends' children or grandchildren, and they they look like they're truly uh, they're not candid's. I mean, they're, they're the candid shot for the most part is seems to be gone. It's not only that; it's that if the majority of your time is focused on that, you're really not living life. You're not outside having experiences, dealing with people one on one, face to face, and it just seems a shame that this is where we've wound up as a society. Yeah. I'm hoping that that changes, but I don't know. I look at the generations coming up behind us and saying, eh, could use a little work, guys. Sorry, I love you all, but yeah, could use a little work, a little less screen time, a little more well, maybe, living uh, life. Maybe we need to give our, our children and grandchildren and grandchildren's grandchildren uh, a little better base uh, that they're going to inherit. Meaning? Uh, f- finances... Uh, oh, you think co- if you co- leave them more money, no, no, they're no, going to no. turn out to be better people? No, I don't. No, no, no. I, I mean, from a of, of a national standpoint. Oh, no. You know, I don't less think... Less national debt, be- better climate, better kids laws are, regulations. Well, they're thinking about climate, but these kids are not thinking about national debt. They could care less. I know, but it's as up to us to care about that. As long as their parents are giving them $20 bills or $50 bills, they don't care about well, that. Well, you know, the $50 bill is the equivalent of when you were young being given a quarter. They care about makeup, hairstyle. What did you care about as a kid? I mean, music. Okay, music care, was you, my love. But everybody else was into makeup and hairstyle, right? No, not everybody. Mm-mm. I mean, you were that little select music group, not right? to pose and and say, "Oh, look at me and how beautiful I am." No, I think in our class we had maybe two girls, three girls, and those girls would go to cosmetology school. So that they right. could learn how to apply makeup, yeah, do hair. hair, whatever. No, that it wasn't a thing. People wanted to be musicians back then, for sure. Everybody had a guitar, or drum set, or keyboard. Yeah. And they wanted to become a famous rock and roller, or jazz or blues yeah. performer. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's you know lots of different new jobs out there uh, in this world, including professional video game players. Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. I mean, now we sound old. <laughs> well, what's on your Christmas list this year, Leo? Well, one is... Did you send a list in to Santa? One is to have a good enough year next year to be able to pay off, apparently, the gifts that <laughs> you got this year. Oh, my God. But not the no, iPhone. I'm... What is on your list? If you could have any gift this year that you wanted, what would it be? Hmm. 
if I could have anything in the world, mm-hmm. I would like to have a three-bedroom condo in the middle of Vale Village. Ooh. Fully paid for mm. and and all the expenses paid for for the next, like, 30 years. Oh, my God. That sounds beautiful. That would be that would be it. Either that or a rake. Uh, or maybe. A- and what would you do with the rake? Rake up all would, the dead birds out, in the backyard. I would go. I would go out raking the the leaves that are on our front lawn. You know, we did the last. We did our last pass for the the leaves ten days ago, mm-hmm. right? About ten days ago. Mm-hmm. Went ahead and took the whole bagging system off the the lawn tractor, and just sent it in. They just picked it up for the maintenance. In the meantime, we get a bad storm, and the remaining leaves that are on the tree are now have dumped on the lawn. It's a good thing for the lawn. That's what you say. Only to have our neighbor yesterday go out with his leaf blower. His backpack leaf blower. And and take his front and blow the remaining leaves on his front into piles and remove them. I thought he was blowing them on our side. You did. So now now we're the leaf house. Sorry, Scott. Now we're that house on the street. We're that house with the leaves. No, there aren't that many leaves. You can barely see them. That's well. It's true. Leaves break down. They provide great fertilizer for the lawn. They do. Too many leaves, and you're going to kill the lawn. But just the right amount of leaves, I think that's perfect. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to our Christmas Eve dinner. Me too. And I'm planning on staying is? up a, as late as I can in the hopes of seeing Santa tonight. Let's do a uh, let's re rewind for about twenty. Now, like 18 years. Okay. Do you remember the Christmas morning when we were up late the night before? I do. And we were in bed, and the boys always had the instruction, you can't go downstairs until we're Without all us, up, yeah. Right? And it was... Uh, I think we went to bed at 4 a.m. Oh, something, yeah. And they're up at 6 or 7, and, and we and were just And they're zombies. outside, and they're knocking on our door, and we're not responding. <laughs> and your son, who was a drummer... Mm-hmm. Went downstairs, I guess. Or I guess he didn't go downstairs. It must have been in his room. And got he still c- is. Got cymbals. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting outside of our door. Giant crash cymbals. Hitting cymbals until oh we got God. up. Oh, my God. Just And that it definitely worked. did it. it. It definitely worked. Yeah, it's a great memory. So what do you, why do you want to stay up so late? Just to, to see Santa Claus? I do. What happens if you see Santa? You know, this is like you ruin a race dog. When remember when there was such a thing as dog racing, mm-hmm. and they would train them by to run after mechanical rabbits, mm-hmm. and a dog would be ruined if it ever caught up to the mechanical rabbit because mm-hmm. it would realize that what am I an idiot? This is a mechanical rabbit. <laughs> this isn't real. Yeah, this isn't real. I can't eat this. Well, if I saw Santa, he would be real. Well, wouldn't that just spoil Unless the whole thing? Unless I had too much wine to drink and I don't know, you know, maybe, I hallucinated. Maybe there's him. some mushroom tea in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we having for dinner? We're having an Italian tradition in my family. Fish is always served on Christmas Eve. We're having a cioppino or what is known here as zuppa di pesce, which is basically a fish stew. Lots of great fish, a red tomato base served over linguine oh god i can't is there fish wait. in this i mean you know i won't eat fish i mean it's, well, it's clams shellfish and right mussels yeah. and shrimp and right. that i'll eat yeah and and how do you think they came to be by the way they were caught hunters went out 
They weren't shot out of the sky. No, they were dug out of the sand. They were. They, they were. They were with their happy little family oh, in the sand, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden, something came and scooped them out of the sand, shook them, threw them in boxes, probably put them on planes, trains, or automobiles, mm-hmm. shipped them way away from their family. And they're so delicious. Only to be then thrown alive into a hot pot of sauce. Mm. They're not alive. How do you know? How, how do you know at what point they weren't alive? Can clams live out of the water? I don't think so. I don't know. You're going to make me research that now, and I will. Oh, you don't have to. I'm curious. If you're asking me a question like that and you want an answer, the answer is clams cannot breathe in an air environment. All right. When there is a drought, however, right. some clams are able to spend months or years out of water. Now, how is that possible? I don't 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 understand. But in proper storage conditions, oysters can survive two to three weeks outside of the water, clams up to five to six days, and mussels up to two to three days. All right, so if they're fresh mussels. Are they dead? I have no idea. I hope they're dead when we're eating them. Oh, they're definitely going to be. I don't think they're alive when you're preparing them. The only thing I've ever prepared live was lobster. Right, so Snowflake, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. If our neighbor now comes over. Which neighbor? Our, our hunting neighbor. Okay. And says, I've prepared some goose. Would you guys like any? Uh, well, to be polite and neighborly, I guess you would want to say yes. Oh, I'd want to say yes. I've never had goose, but I would try it. I don't know what I would say. I think I would defer to you. Well, at least you gave them something to look at while they were shooting. <laughs> Some people say that goose tastes like... Chicken? No, more like a very rare beef, like a very rare roast beef. Oh, I would love so that. So oh you would gosh. love that. Holy cow, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting my gun next year. I don't think it's like duck. Duck is kind of fatty tasting. It, yeah. It has to be prepared the right way for me to even consider eating it. Duck. And for those of you that are vegan, I'm sorry. I am a carnivore and I do love meat. I don't eat it as much as I used to just because I don't think it's really healthy. And so I've cut back significantly. I do enjoy it when I have it. Well, I'm just really, as I said, looking forward to Christmas coming and going. And then the next big holiday is Valentine's Day. No, it's oh, our wedding our anniversary. Wedding anniversary, which is January 1st, <laughs> the beginning of the year. Yes, we were married on January 1st. You forgot, you've skipped right over that. I mean, are we finally to to that point? You said holiday. You didn't say anniversary or event. It is. It's New Year's Day. But somehow you blocked that out of your mind. I did block it. Why? (laughs) It's the day I get to drink really, really good, expensive champagne. Okay, now I'm just... Because it's my I'm, anniversary. I'm, I'm bothered. <laughs> this is like a real Freudian revelation oh, here. no, it's not. You're the shrink person. You studied psychology. You know what you just did. What did I do? You completely went over it. You blocked it out. <laughs> didn't block it out. I immediately said it. I thought After you were I talking you to our shock. listeners. <laughs> the, all the red just drained from my face. I thought you were talking to our listeners and... Speaking in more generic terms, like, what's the next big holiday? I don't consider New Year's Day a holiday. Really? I consider New Year's Day a day to 
nurse a hangover from New Year's Eve. I think New Year's Eve is the bigger holiday. Really? You're going to say holiday. It's, it's the but night before us, the holiday. That's why they call it Eve. Right. But the but the big partying and the big celebration occurs the night before, right? Correct, yes. But for us, there's a very personal holiday that we celebrate. Apparently not that personal to it's remember. It's a very special holiday, but it's not something the masses celebrate. Only we do because that's the day that we were married. Well, the masses celebrate our wedding anniversary under the guise that it's New Year's Eve. They're nursing hangovers on New Year's Day. How many people get up before noon on New Year's Day? Oh, I don't know. Not many, I, I probably. Don't, I, I don't know. I think I've always <laughs> been up before noon on New Year's Day. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. When I was younger, no, I stayed in bed. What's the saying we have here? It doesn't matter what time you go to sleep. It, what matters is what time you wake up. That's true. That's very true. Yes, New Year's Day is our wedding anniversary, 22 years. That's a milestone. Yeah, it has, you know, it's a much nicer sound when it's even numbers of years. You think so? Yeah. I'd like to make it to 25. That's a big number. Like, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't we make it to 25? I don't know. Is there, is there a reason? You is never there know. something you need to tell me? No. <laughs> no. I'm looking up what the why gift are, why is. Why are the suitcases still in the, in the hallway upstairs? I think, <laughs> I think your 25th wedding anniversary is silver, right? It's a silver cross pen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Husband. I'm looking for it. Why don't I see it? I believe it's silver and 50 is gold, right? 50 would be diamond or gold. Is there a platinum? I don't know. I, I just know that th there's no way from my age that I'm going to ever see 50 mm. with you. You don't know. Well, that's true, but it's kind of doubtful. It would be wonderful. It would be wonderful. Here it is. Traditional gift for 25th wedding anniversary is silver. Okay. Some people receive or give gifts like sterling silver jewelry, silver photo frame. It's interesting because whenever I have friends that get married, I give them a sterling silver photo frame for their wedding photo. I think that's a nice gift. And that's usually my go-to if you're getting married. Well, we just had a... A wonderful couple get married uh, recently. We did. Well, actually, Our law daughter. Not that recently. Last year. And but we don't say what we gave her because I don't think she opened it yet. Oh, she has true. it under her Christmas well, tree. And, and why is that? Because but it wasn't silver. Because, because we bought it months before her wedding and, and it took all it, year. To, it took us <laughs> eight to months or nine to months her. to actually <laughs> send it to her. But she knows we love her. Oh, yes. We, and it'll we be just do. as special this year. Yeah. And she was married on New Year's Eve. She was, yes. She didn't want to get married on New Year's Day. Well, we had a, now, we had a I tax had to reason. Get, I had to get married on New Year's Day because my lawyer husband told me I had to get married no, no, on New well, Year's Day. No, I didn't tell my you you had to get married. My whole family was waiting with bated breath to find out what day we were getting married. Well, the question was, were and we was getting married Leo. like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? And, right. And I, <laughs> the tax problem was I needed to not be married that year to someone whose residence was New Jersey. That's right. And I'm happy. I love the date. We never forget it. It's a special day. No, and I was hoping that by getting married in the winter, we would go on like a ski vacation every year. I know. And we've gone on exactly zero. zero. That's true. Zero. Well, let's get back to Christmas Eve. 
for those of you that are religious and you're celebrating what occurred during this magical time of year, I wish you many blessings. If you're going to Midnight Mass, which I used to love, I used to love that tradition. Have a wonderful time, a loving time, peaceful time. There are many people in the world right now that are not experiencing that, and for them my heart breaks. And I'm hoping that in this new year, we will see more peace, more inclusivity, more kindness in the world. And for those of you that aren't religious and you are not celebrating the religious aspect of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, have a wonderful time with your family and friends. Please don't drink and drive because if I'm out there later in the car, (laughs) I don't want to get hurt. Be very careful about what you're doing if you're jumping behind the wheel. And Leo. Lisa. I can't wait to open the presents under the tree. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas.